welcome to the Empower Hour. So we will today, for an hour-ish, be discussing everything Amber Howells. Welcome! Oh, so good to have you back in the diff, baby. So good to be back in the diff, baby. Oh, so excited. So, just as a little, um, just so you know information, Amber is an instructor for Heels Empowerment. Mm -hmm. So a lot of you know Amber now, of course, but if you haven't met Amber, Amber is one of the first ever instructors that we had at Heels Empowerment. And Amber has been away traveling and has so much to tell us. And like, we've had little bits that Amber's told us um, during like our early episodes. But of course, we have done um, like guests and things. We've had guests on talking, so we haven't been able to hear much. But now that Amber is back, literally for a day, mm -hmm. we just thought it would be amazing to have Amber come on, obviously to see her gorgeous face in real life, but also to hear about all the amazing things that she got up to. We're excited to yeah. hear it. Thank you for having me on. It's actually so weird to be in this space because obviously I see all the like behind the scenes yeah. from the group chat and now I'm here and absolutely gripping it. So we broke. I know, and also the, the lighting in here is kind of like sexy. Do you think? Yeah, it's quite like moonlighting but also kind of interrogation room. because obviously I don't speak any of the languages of the places that I was going to. 
But I just thought, you know what, I'm going to put myself out of my comfort zone. This whole trip is like a soul searching, trying to put myself out of my comfort zone, do the things that scare me and grow as like a person and also a dancer. So I thought, yes, going to go to heels classes and see what I can bring back for all my gorgeous, gorgeous queens on the beginners courses. And I went to heels classes in Madrid, Malaga and Malta. So those are the three places, all the ends for some reason. No. Yeah. Um, went to heels classes there but i went back to madrid quite a few times to do the heels classes just because i literally fell in love with the scene that it was so good and bloody hell it was hardcore it looked mad yeah like i'll speak about madrid first because i did the most classes there but basically i went to this one woman's classes whose name i've actually forgotten can't remember, but she was great. I'll, I'll put like maybe we put like the link to her profile in the bio or something. I don't know. Love that. Yeah, but honestly, she was amazing, and she's from Ukraine. She'd come over because of the war, and she was teaching heels. She teaches the whole class in Ukrainian. But even though I didn't speak Ukrainian or Spanish or anything, I could understand what she was saying when she was teaching because of how she delivered it. Like she was so passionate in everything she was saying, like the way she would speak, she would be like feeling her body. So I, I kind of could pick up what she was saying without even knowing the content of what she was saying. You know that's a good teacher. Yeah. When you have no fucking clue what yeah. they're actually saying, but the way that their body language is. Yeah, and I was learning so much from like, even just watching her deliver, it was like, yeah. it was mad. And I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm in a different universe. Like I don't actually understand. But yeah, I did her classes and they were so sensual, like a lot about female empowerment and like feeling yourself. And it felt very much heels empowerment. Like, and I went oh. back to Madrid a few times to do her classes because, you know, when you're traveling, you, you do get really lonely and you do miss, especially when you're doing it solo, you do miss like things from back home and heels empowerment was one of the biggest things that I was missing and like getting the FOMO on. So I went to her classes because it gave me that sense of heels empowerment yeah but yeah and then i did another um what's it called um the heels again i'll have to do a thing i can't remember what it's called <laughs> but it's like a, a four hour heels technique it's like the heels program the heels program why don't i know this why i don't know i wasn't there yeah you you were in it <laughs> Thanks, boss. Yeah, the heels program. And I went there and they do a four hour slot every Tuesday or something. And went there, they do two hours of heels technique and it is hardcore. We're talking now like ballet in heels, yes. essentially. Very it felt very Yanis Marshall esque yes. from like Geo's videos that I've seen before. And very much about technique, 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 like turns like drilling turns back like back and forth down the room and but like not simple like your basic turns they look advanced yeah yeah like yeah. coordination on the arms mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it looks in insane yeah and doing like turns with head whips then down into a yes. stand, then up into like retiring back into another turn that goes the other way like it was so hardcore but such a good push like, i'm so so glad i did it even though i was like doing it and i was thinking, wow, I'm out of my depth here. Like, I wasn't, but I felt... You were challenged. I was challenged, and it was it was good, because I wasn't getting everything, and, like, I think it would have been so easy for me to get really frustrated in that situation, but I was like, no, I'm here to learn. And also, because I couldn't 
speak the language. Like I didn't actually know. I found it a lot harder in the technique class to know what they were saying. So I was very much like guessing a lot of the time. Um, but there's no emotion in technique. No, there's not. It was just pure like get on with it basically. That's yeah. what I had to do. Um, and then we did choreo at the end. And yeah, it was just amazing. So hardcore, but I absolutely loved it. And I feel like I've actually made quite a few good connections in Madrid now. And amazing. Yeah, people are like, if you ever want to come back, like let me know if you go for coffee or... Oh. And I do think, I was like, oh, this is so wholesome. And I think when, because I, I did feel like in Madrid, I didn't really connect with anybody in the hostel that I was staying in. So I was getting, not quite down, but I, I was definitely feeling like, not at home in that hostel and so then i was going to dance classes and i was like wow i really feel like i found a community of people it was so nice and when people would just naturally translate things for me because they knew i couldn't speak the language as well so yeah it was lovely so nice so that was madrid in malaga there was i went to commercial class and i went to heels class again very hardcore like technique city but a lot more fun but I, I just didn't feel like I connected as much with these classes it felt oh. yeah I don't know it felt less not personal but I, I found it harder the commercial class absolutely loved and it was Did like you? a lot about foundations which nice yeah because I'm not really a commercial queen that is something that my 2023 mission is to get better at Look. but yeah I just I felt like the foundations in the commercial were so good but then when I got to heels I just did not know what was going on at all. Really? Yeah, I really didn't know what was going on. I think, one, obviously the language barrier, but and there was quite a lot of talking as opposed to dancing, and because of my language barrier, I couldn't like get in with that. And yeah. it felt like a lot less personal. We, we drilled through like an, a minute and a half routine in like, what? yeah, in literally like an hour, which is, and I, I wasn't picking it up, so then I was getting stressed because I wasn't picking up the material. We were learning yeah. more, and I was thinking my body's not in it. So I found that a little bit more stressful, but I still felt like the routine we learned, I absolutely loved, but I just would have loved to have like another hour on it. A minute and a half? Yeah. That's ridiculous. I know, I know. It was really, really hardcore, and I think that's something that it made me realise like, oh God, it's actually like, I much prefer teaching. Well, sometimes I, when I'm teaching, I think, oh, I really want to get to the end of this routine. But I think- It doesn't need, matter. Yeah, you need to just know when to say, actually, here's a good place to stop. Let's just focus on getting it right and getting the technique of it so far. Yeah. As like, instead of trying to push and- because why are you pushing? Yeah, exactly. For who? Yeah. Is it for you, for like your ego to go, no, I got to the end of it, I yeah. managed to do it. Or are you actually thinking of your own clients? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what they're going to gain. And it didn't feel, it didn't feel like it was, it was if, yeah, it was for yeah. us as the clients. It so was, obvious mm -hmm. when you go to a class and why our teacher is teaching. Yeah. And you just think like, it's, it's not, when you're teaching, it's not about you. Like, no. I'm pretty sure you said this on the podcast mm. before, but it's very much about the people that are in the room. Yeah. And I, when I was in different places, even though I didn't speak a lot of the languages, I could just tell when a teacher was invested in the people that were in the room mm -hmm. and when they weren't. And it's, it's funny because I've actually learned a lot more about what I don't want to be like than what like I want to be like. As a teacher or a performer? I think as a teacher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as a performer as well, I think it goes into both. But yeah, and then in Malta, because it's an ex-British colony, it, it like every class was taught in English. Oh, nice. But 
Well, I went to Malta because I was I saw a studio there that looked great and they offered contemporary heels, oh. like loads of different things and like very frequently in the week and I thought no, I've been away for uh, a week. I've been away for six weeks. <laughs> to be honest, that's how I felt to be fair. I mean, really? Absolutely no sleep. Oh, yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I was away for six weeks, and when you're away for that long, not moving frequently, like as a professional dancer, mm. I was getting like, I was getting like your body yeah. has to move. I, I, yeah, like I'm doing it now. I'm like yeah. moving as I speak, quite frantically. You can't see it, but you can probably like you can probably feel it, it in your voice. Yeah, in the voice like this. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was just itching to dance, so I thought, right, I'm gonna go to Malta and just do it week of, of dancing. So I did company class with Spin Malta, so oh, I was contemporary, yeah. and Movio Dance Company, so I was doing ballet contemporary with them. And then I did loads of heels classes, uh, a bar heels class, which I've never done before. <gasps> yes, I remember yeah. you telling me about this. Yeah, bar heels class, and then heels choreo. And I attended a couple of beginners classes as well, even though like the choreo, I mean the choreo didn't actually feel that beginners. I, th I think they definitely say, Things of beginners when it's more. Take out people in the room. Yeah. Very common. Yeah, and I was, I was there like, fucking hell, is this beginners? Like, no, it's not. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's because you, you know what? The energy and the technique yeah. and the discipline it takes to do these mm -hmm. movements. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, people will just say, oh, yeah. that's beginner. Yeah, exactly. But I really, really benefited going, from going to the nice. classes. I wanted to see how they were teaching things like the walks and like yeah. the basic technique to see how it compares to like what we do here and if yeah. there's things that I could like bring pick back up. and pick up and yeah. bring back to all you queens at Heels and Harmon. Woo woo, shout out to all of you. <laughs> and then yeah, like it's funny because it's it's not all the same, but yeah. it's it is the same. Like the techniques, techniques. Yeah. So so I was like doing it and I was like, oh it's so good just to drill and go back to the foundations. Because yeah. when you're when you're at a certain level and when you teach like it becomes so much about you delivering to other people that, it's not for you yeah you don't it's not for you anymore so going back and doing technique basic technique for myself was really really refreshing and i know like a lot of people when they get to a certain level might be like oh but you know i don't want to do the basics because i've done it before yeah but that's so important but like it's so important yeah even just to think about yeah implementing it when um yeah, because it's it, like when you're doing a routine, the walks are the first thing to go. So oh, spending yeah. like a good fifteen minutes on just walks, I was like, I, I actually really, really needed this, yeah. and I really benefited from it. So um, yeah, I was having a good time. So in Malta, it was basically I just went there to dance, and I'm so yeah. glad I did because I, I needed that. I think you needed to fill your cup. Yeah, and I think as a teacher, mm -hmm. this is why I go to London myself. Like yeah, because my cup was like gets empty which is normal so i gotta fill it mm -hmm. and then you know then i can pour into everyone else's exactly yeah and every time you come back from london as well you like i notice how certain things in your movement might change like you might be mm. doing slightly different things in class like yeah. adding other bits into like the courses or the technique like you're always building yeah. and i think that's so good because as a teacher i think it can be quite easy to get complacent with this yeah. is what I have to offer but you're still growing and building yourself yeah. and in turn you're growing and building everybody else at Heels and Palmer so I truly believe though like if you're not growing then you're 
It's like anything, like, in business, I think as well, like, if you're not growing your business, it's not going to grow. Yeah. Like, yeah. you will just hit a point where you're like, that's all you'll be able to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. So, if you keep on expanding your skills, keeping up as well with trends, mm. seeing, like, what's popular, because if you don't, all of a sudden, it's like, do you know, like, the classic dance schools, like, with your two as kids and all that, like, yes. you know, they, and they, they're so, it's like, they, they're obviously, like, in their own right, though, like, they're, they're old school, mm-hmm. but, like, that's not what I want, I yeah. want to be, I want to be, like, developing my skills and, like, staying current, and if, like, you do do that, then you will grow yourself, and then you'll see that your clients then will get more, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Preach. Preach. Preach girl. Also, I feel like I'm like really breathing into the mic. How's it sounding? <laughs> is, it, is it okay? Yeah, it's good. Okay, good. It's not, not breathy. <laughs> no, I'm not breathy enough. I'm not really breathing, girl. Yeah. 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 We need you to breathe. Yeah. You're alive. Yeah, this is good. This stay is alive. Good. Yeah, stay alive. It's a sexy breath. Yeah. It's, okay, sa- it's all sexy. All sexy. <laughs> so, is there anything else like on your dance journey that um, you want to add? I did a lot of, like, not a lot, but um, a few pole classes as well. And oh, aerial yeah. classes, like different styles that I haven't done before. And oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, when I was in Morocco, yeah. I met this man called George who must have been in his 60s or something and he was staying in the same hostel as me and I was just talking about him about how I'm a dancer talking to him rather about how I'm a dancer and how I really wish that people would more like would dance more socially and yeah. go out and not go out to get fucked up and have like a good time because everybody's smashed but actually go out to dance with each other and connect on that sort of social dance level and have a good mm-hmm. time without the influence of alcohol yeah and and he was telling me about how he rock and roll dances so that night in the hostel he taught me how to rock and roll dance i know it was so sweet and like people were like playing elvis on on the speaker and then me and him were just rock and roll dancing and he was leading me through and it was honestly adorable yeah like such a wholesome experience i had such a nice time i was like oh those women will never forget yeah so if anybody wants to rock and roll with me <laughs> i can teach you a few things <laughs> any takers yeah any takers please honestly any so i want to start going to like salsa as well or something yeah something where i can like dance with other people and just and also, when you have the female role in this thing, it's just easy because you just have to like listen. Actually, I, it's not easy because you have to completely listen to what. But when you're in that flow, is. I think it's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice, and it's just it doesn't even feel. I mean, it didn't for me anyway. It feels stressful because I was just like moving around like wee. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like when all well, like the heels and Parliament queens we all go up together, mm. like because. You know, we might be drunk, but uh, well, some people are not, and we we do dance yeah. when we're together, yeah. like when we go on nights out and things, or even like at socials, we have that's not orientated on just like a night out, mm-hmm. and we do like really dance, and I think because we're in that community, we, we're not scared of it, Yeah. but then yeah, if you yeah. go out with like, I don't know, like, Hmm, Clunkmuggles, <laughs> normal people, and you won't dance. Yeah. Like, so I think it's nice that like 
if you do go with a certain group of friends, like, or like, you know, Queen's of Heels Empowerment, like, yeah. and, you know, like people who dance, like, you know, that you're going to have a little boogie and yeah. a good time in that sense, exactly. rather than getting fucked up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, quite a few of the people that I met and went out dancing with, like, at the end of the night or the next day, I'd say, oh, yeah, like, I'm a, what do they say, what do you do for work? So, oh, I'm a professional dancer. And they'd like, they'd be quite confused because oh. they'd see me, like, dancing the like night before, like, literally <laughs> doing, like, like a weird worm movement, it's like a jellyfish dance, and they're like, who is this girl claiming she's a professional? And then like they look on my Instagram and they're like, oh, oh, you do like that dancing? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so many people were intrigued about Heels Empowerment. Were they? Like, yeah, I actually didn't shut up about it, it's quite embarrassing. Ah. <laughs> no, spread the like words. talk about, like personal, um, my only personality trait is Heels Empowerment. <laughs> so what's your life? It was a moment. Yeah, basically. That's, that's what it was. You're proud and I love it. Oh, I love that you were representing us. Oh, always, always. Yeah, and I was like, dancing that explaining, I was like, maybe one day we'll, we'll, we'll bring Heels of Power into Spain. Oh, uh, cool. We can enjoy the sunshine. We, do you know what? Maybe one day. Manifest it. Yeah, and manifest it. Heels of Power abroad. Yeah. You're here to hear first. <laughs> Hopefully, one day. One you day. never know what the future holds. You never know. Be amazing, won't they? So is that your dance experience wrapped up? I think so, yeah. Like the, I could just blab on all day. So, it's so it was it so just, long you were away. Yeah, so. yeah. I thought you were like talking about me speaking then. Like on so oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, sorry boss. <laughs> no, I was like, no no no, let me correct that. Yeah. You were away for so long. So yeah, yeah, you just didn't shut up. Yeah, right? yeah, literally, like fucking you know, like, up. Get it off the podcast <laughs> right now. No, like you were away for so yeah, long. Exactly. So you probably had like these little like gems that happened mm-hmm. when you were away. Yeah. But it's definitely made me realise how influential dance is on my life. And yes. how good for my mental health. Like if I was feeling bad, I would look at the nearest studio, book into some sort of class and go to it and mm-hmm. I would immediately feel better. Yeah. So, yeah. You probably didn't realise how actually it is. Your, it is your identity. Yeah, it, yeah, it literally is. Like, and when, I'm not, when I wasn't doing it, I didn't feel like I was a part of myself. Like, you know when you feel like a bit wooden in yeah. yourself? Like, I was like, I just need to move my body because it feels so good when I'm moving. You're so, like, a, such a, like, a liberal, like, person, yeah. you. Yeah. Like, you got to get it. I just, like, want to get my tits out. Yeah. Dance on the street. The <laughs> <laughs> like. tits are out when she's dancing. Oh. I'm as happy. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, I did so much jellyfish dancing in the water. On my last day in Malaga, <laughs> I did a sunrise swim. I woke up early. But I say early, but sunrise rises at like half seven in Spain because it's an hour later so it wasn't too early Gosh. and I went for like a swim I had my tits out just my bikini bottoms on and I was just jellyfish dancing in the water no. it was so nice I was like putting my hands in the air pretending I was a bit seaweed and then oh. like splashing around like doing some dolphin moves I want to go on holiday now I'm jellyfish yeah. <laughs> come jellyfish somebody come jellyfish <laughs> with you I don't know if it's a real thing. I but mean, it is now. It is now. It is now. We've yeah. made it a thing. Yeah, oh my god, honestly. And it just felt so good, like, mm. to just not give a fuck. And just, even though, like, there'd be the occasional dog walker, like, walking past. Like, yeah. Like, really meditatively, like, just splashing around. But it was so good. I love that. Yeah. So, I want to talk about mm-hmm. ice cream. 
Oh my God. And lampposts. Okay, yeah. The two biggest things in my life. Please explain to everyone why the hell we're talking about this. Okay, so basically, I have a massive sweeter, like, next level, not good, need about, well, I've had about nine fillings. And I, what? I went to the dentist yesterday. Oh and they said I need another one. Oh no. I know, that, I said that like it was like a horror story. Don't, don't, don't. It really does feel like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I need another filling. So that's going to take me to double digits. Woohoo! <gasps> In your yeah. like Tinder, oh yeah, yeah, like I profile, yeah, yeah. I got more fillings than like body cams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fucking love that. Yeah. Um. So what were we talking about fillings? Oh, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, I was looking at my Monzo account and realised how much I'd spent on ice cream. So within two weeks, right before I went to Morocco. I spent over 55 euros on ice cream, <laughs> which is like, that's not good. And on my last day in Malaga, I spent nine euros on ice cream as well. Did you? Yeah, it, but honestly, there's just yeah. so many good flavours. Like, Tell us some favourite. Okay, so Nutella, just a classic. Yeah. Lemon for a bit of zest. Ooh. And also like, it made me feel healthy. Because yeah. I was like, oh, technically I'm eating fruit right now. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking strawberry cheesecake. Oh, was it good? Oh my God. Oh, that's so good. Honestly, like, that was my favourite. Like, nice. Yeah, pistachio. Oh my god, the pistachio really? ice cream in Sicily was to die for. Was it? Literally, like, yeah. Why am I getting more excited about ice cream than I am about dancing? I know, yeah. <laughs> I think you're real passionate. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> yeah, it is. Honestly, to be like an ice cream taster would be probably the ultimate. Do you know what, though? I'm a big ice cream lover too. Yeah. But I genuinely got to stop myself. Really? Yeah, yeah, because I got really addicted in like lockdown and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know, we were all eating a bit too much. Mm. Banana bread. Oh, yeah. You, you got it when there's a bloody pandemic going Yeah, there's a pandemic happening. Yeah. Well, or, or even in daily life, I just think treat yourself. But I was eating, want. like, full-on Ben & Jerry tips. Oh, yeah. On a reg. Oh, yeah. But, like, I know. you, girl. Yeah, good for me. But then, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't really good for my health. Yeah, yeah, to and, be fair. And I was like, you know, like, I know what weight I'm comfortable at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm... I'm that person who like with stuff like that I I do gain it like mm-hmm. quite I don't know how the fuck you <laughs> haven't like gained like any weight. No. Obviously if you did yeah. if you're comfortable with that but I know yeah. how I feel comfortable on like, you know, roundabout what weight I'm at where mm-hmm. I feel my, my best, I don't yes. feel fatigued and all this. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at myself like, babe. You've got to stop eating Ben Jerry's. <laughs> so I've moved on to Halo Top ice cream. Okay, what's is that better? Yeah, so it's like a, me and Sofa, like a so soft. Like, it's, I say better, but what I mean is it's a like whole tub is 360 to like 80 calories. What's like a, what's a, what's a, a thousand probably. Oh, really? Really? A tub. This is what I mean. I was oh, eating them yeah. on the regular. And I was like, oh, honestly, not a good time for you. Yeah. But now, I know that I can still have my fix, Yeah. but it's like a quarter. I just, yeah, and I think like you've gone on like a journey where you know what feels best for you. and I know, right? Yeah, and I think the journey I'm on at the moment is just like, 
I, I don't know my limits, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm learning my limits as I go. The and thing is, your everyone's bodies are different. Yeah. And like your body agrees with all this ice cream. Yeah. It's, it's, again, I have IBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine the, like my stomach after all that dairy. Yeah, it's not going to feel good. No. No, 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 no. And after Halo Talk, it's not too bad. Yeah, no, I do get flare, I do get um, flare ups, and I call it my endo-pregnant belly. You're... From where I'm pretty sure I have endometriosis, which is also why listening to this podcast the other day with Sophie, it was so good because it, it was, was great. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was listening, and I was like, damn, yeah. But basically, I'm on the waiting list. But ice cream can trigger it, and then I get like uh... extremely those, and also biscuits. For ages, I just thought I was allergic biscuits. to biscuits. Yeah, fucking dead to that belly. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I was, I know. It was like <gasps> literally like five months pregnant. No, and I remember the first time you showed me and Martha. Yeah, and you were like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then I showed you the photo, and you were like, oh. I went, oh, yeah, actually, yeah. I couldn't lie. Like, no, you know, no, no. you know, like, you know, you would rather your mate tell you if your outfit shits for a night out. Yeah, so yeah, like, it was like couch, that. you know? Yeah. And I was like, come on, Abby, you're probably overreacting. Because people do, and I am yeah. very honest. I'm like, honestly, like, if it's a spot or something, like, honestly, like, because you've gone, it's right here. Yeah. You, you see it. But no one gives a shit, really. No. But, oh, my God, you can't even lie about no, this it summer. Was, it, was, it was there in full force. <laughs> but you know what? I've actually, like, learned to love it. Because, love. I mean, I not love it, but, like, because, obviously, <laughs> there's also, like, the end of pain that you get, yeah, there, which yeah. ain't ideal. But it's one of those things that I'm like... This is my body. If I'm gonna have a flare up, like I'm just gonna embrace it. Embrace like, it. I'm, yeah, like I'm, I'm just gonna embrace my little ice cream endo oh, baby and so cute and get myself another ice cream. I love that you had all these ice creams yeah. and you were living your best life. Yeah, honestly, like it just makes me feel so good to have an ice cream. Like do I, it then. Yeah, and, uh, and this whole trip is about doing things that make me feel good. So. What other flavors did you want? Oh, okay. When I was in Sicily, I had this granita thing, which I think is like traditional right. Sicilian sort of ice cream, and it had cream on top, and you get a brioche with it, and you dip it in, and honestly, oh. it was to die for, like actually orgasmic, oh, like melting in the mouth, so good, oh. um, and that was yeah, that was amazing. Oh. I was gonna say something about ice cream, but now my brain's forgotten it. Like genuinely, I don't know how someone could eat this much ice cream. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, my point oh. was, uh, oh come on. Because that's like the most important thing for me. And then I like to have the main after because then I know how much my belly can take. Yeah. Whereas if I have the main, I might not have the dessert afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to make sure that I'm having the stuff that makes me feel good. May not might not make my body my body feel good, but it makes me my soul. mental health, yeah, my soul feel good. And then I can have the main around the dessert. But if I go for a meal with somebody, yeah, you can't do yeah, that. Like keep well, you saying, could, yeah. but People like don't typically want to do that, or they'll say yeah. like, "Oh, let's get the ice cream after the name." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." Like, fine. I'm not gonna lie, it's quite normal. Though. Yeah, yeah. So standard, understandable. Yeah, I think I'm off. Not the way I like to do things. So this trip has enabled me to live freely like that. Love it. What were you saying? I no, do you know what? I had to lay because I, I didn't just say that ADHD. You know, she generally yeah, has ADHD. Yeah. So in meetings, it's hilarious because. 
if we're in a meeting and Amber goes, oh, oh, I, I, we stop the conversation yeah. <laughs> and Amber just has to say, otherwise I'll forget. Because she'll forget it and she gets really down. Yeah. She's like, oh no, I feel like it was important. Yeah. <laughs> so I go, and we stop and we all just stop and Amber just vocalises. <laughs> so I made it. Do you know what? I just know my team yeah. so well yeah, and their needs. And that's Amber's needs. Yeah, and it's like it's always the same sound as well. It's like, oh, 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 oh. And oh. like, oh, it's just stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the eyebrows go in slightly, and like oh. the eyes go really wide. It's and intense. Like, need to tell now. Yeah. She, she looks at me and I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, yeah. I need to stop talking now. But you, you said it so well. Yeah, no, so that was that. And then. Lamp posts. Oh my God, yeah, so basically, I've got like a massive thing for lamp posts. Because I just feel like, I mean, not that it would solve all those problems, obviously, but generally, when you're in a place and it's got pretty lampposts, the world, the world just feels like a better place. Like, correct. Yeah. Do, do you feel what I mean? Yeah. St. Fagans, where yes. I live near there. Beautiful. Yeah. You feel like you're in a lovely area. Yeah. The Bay, Cardiff Bay. Yes. Lovely. Oh, I just kissed the thing. Did you? Yeah. Was it a good kiss? It's kind of hairy. Oh. I quite like it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Even to that. <laughs> hairy kisses. God, you're learning so much about me today. <laughs> I know, this is what we all really know about Amber. Yeah. We're always like, oh, this is Amber. Yeah, this is Amber. Yes, this is Amber. <laughs> but I just feel like with design, this is really like conceptualising lampposts now, but design is just getting simpler and simpler as we go on. Like, you, you look at old buildings or like cathedrals or something and they've got like loads of intricate designs like the stones are like classically built with a hand pick and a chisel know, or I... something mm-hmm. and like as we go on it's just gotten so basic and like you know when you see an old bench and it just looks glorious and all interwoven and now it's not and now it's just like a plank of wood yeah with probably a bit of bird shit on it yeah do you know what i mean definitely the bird shit yeah absolutely thompson's park yeah. I do love Thompson's Park. I do like Thompson's Park. I don't have a bad word to say. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about it like it's a person. Yeah, I take it back. I love you. I love you. Yeah, so there were just so many nice lampers and also quite like similar, but not similar everywhere you went. And I feel like each place, like Spain definitely has a lamppost stamp, but then Italy had like a slightly different one. So did Morocco. And I was just, oh, everywhere I was going, I was just in awe. And I think sometimes life's about just trying to enjoy the little things. Like every time I went to a new place and I saw a pretty lamppost, it put me in a good mood. You are that person though who the little things really much to do. I do think, yeah, little things are definitely mm-hmm. more important to me than like yeah. the big things. Fans. Yeah, yeah. Because those little things, at the end of the day, they're like insignificant. But yeah. They so are the same. Yeah. Like, I can't explain it. It's, it's like pointless joy. Like things that yeah. give you that that joy for like no they don't necessarily have to but it's not their design to mm-hmm. like nobody was building on this land was thinking oh this is going to make somebody else's like day or hour or minute yeah but like if it's doing it then it's doing it for you and it's important to have those like little things that make you happy even if it feels really silly and like when i was traveling alone like i had to say oh is it all right if you take this Take a photo of me with like this lamppost, and like that felt kind of weird to ask people. <laughs> but also, like, it made me happy. I bet it made you <laughs> Honestly, I think if something makes you happy, yeah, why not? Yeah, embrace it. Like, don't don't shy away from it. Get that photo with the lamppost. Yeah. Eat that ice cream. It's a memory. Yeah. Do a jellyfish dance in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Everyone 
always going to be like, right, when I go on a holiday this year, <laughs> they're going to have a to-do list. Yeah. And you're providing that to-do exactly. list. Exactly. And I call it a to-do list as well. Because now every time I take things off, I go, to <laughs> I stole that from someone. I can't remember who. But it, made, it makes me feel good. Ta-da. Ta-da. Every time I do some of my to-do lists, I'm going to Yeah, you should. You should, absolutely. It's going to make you feel great. I know. Well, yeah. So, shall we talk about... I think we should talk about what it's like to be a solo female traveller. Yeah. Discuss this. We've kind of already spoken about this, yeah. haven't we? Yes. 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 yes Go for it. Um, I wrote a little list here about things that, little tips and tricks and whatnot, just so I can condense it. But basically, like, going travelling as a solo female has been absolutely life-changing. And yeah. I was absolutely breaking it before going. I I was like, oh, I don't know. And I mean, you know what I'm like. I'm quite like a, a frantic, per- quite chaotic person. Yeah. And I'm not very good at like managing myself in unfamiliar situations, so we say, sh- shall we say. So this was like a big, big learning curve. And that's mm-hmm. why I wanted to do it, because I wanted to put myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So I feel like, like as a trip, on the trip as a whole, it's like taught me how to know myself better, like making friends easier. Because when you're traveling solo as well, I do think it's a lot easier for people to approach you and you to approach them, as opposed to if you're with somebody else kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Going and doing things that I wanted to do, like, again, the ice cream first before dinner, that kind of stuff. Do it. Do it. Um, But obviously, I think a big thing that comes into play when you're traveling alone, like my questions before I went are, like, am I going to be safe? when I do it. Unfortunately, that's the first thing we think as a yeah. female. Yeah, and I think that that came up quite a lot, but there were certain things that I did to make it safer, so I would always try and arrive in a destination in the daylight, so that if anything went wrong, I could just manage it a lot easier with less stress and just know that I can get from one A, like a to B without the pressure of it being dark and nice. dangerous and whatever. Um, but generally, like, the whole trip, I didn't really feel that unsafe at any point. Like, there were, there were obviously moments and I had doubts about certain things. But, yeah, as long as you do your research prior to where you're going and also where you're staying, like, you'll be absolutely fine. Okay. With hostels, I definitely, like, I wouldn't just look at a couple of the reviews. I would go through all the reviews that I'm of the hostel that I want to stay in and make sure is this the hostel the right hostel for me basically and if you also want a solo female travel and you're scared about staying in hostels but also you know it's the most cost effective way to travel you can get a bed for like in Europe 20 to 30 euros a night if you Not stay bad. yeah if you stay in a hostel which whereas in Morocco I mean I was paying the equivalent of six pound fifty for a bed for the night wow. yeah but in Europe, it is just more expensive, but they do have female dorms as well. So if you wanted nice. to stay in like a whole female room, you could. But yeah, and I and I also learned to like stand my ground a lot more. If I felt uncomfortable in a situation, or if somebody said something that was a little bit off, I would put myself forward and say, "Oh, like, what do you mean by that?" And often, it's, do you have examples? Um, like if somebody says something that's quite like suggestive, I don't have like a specific example, but I remember like a guy saying something quite suggestive but also felt like quite misogynistic at the same time and I was like oh can you explain that I don't get it and then all when like people have to explain jokes that are like 
misogynistic yeah. or or just really inappropriate, it, they realise, oh, actually, it's not funny. And he was like, oh, oh, I'm just so stupid, it doesn't matter. Yeah, very stupid. Yeah, exactly. Arsehole. Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, honestly, the whole experience was absolutely amazing. Like, I recommend for anybody to go and do it. I think everybody should go and try and solo travel at one point in their life. Really? Like, you recommend that much? Yeah, because it's it does boost your confidence. Like I I can become not I can become very like reliant on other people that I'm with. Not in like a like sort of imposing way, but I, I like other people's company. I think you like comfort. I like comfort and I don't like um being by myself. Before this trip I hated being on my own. It was just the thought of it terrified me because I knew if I'm by myself and I'm not keeping myself busy, I would be thinking of where I've got really bad anxiety about certain things. I would just spiral into like anxious thoughts and then probably end up having like a panic attack. So then I started associating all the time by myself as that negative time where things would spiral essentially. So I kept myself really busy and as you know, like I was just constantly working. I was yeah. working seven jobs at one point, like just non-stop ridiculous amounts like hardly even sleeping trying to socialize at the same time and it just got so much it was too chaotic so doing this trip stripping back and being like actually i'm not gonna work for three months yeah like was completely life-changing like i completely got to escape my normal life and had lots of time for reflection and introspection and when i went to portugal i had like five days where i went and stayed in this national park and I was the only traveller in my room. There was only a few travellers and they were all in couples. So I was the only person there at keeping myself busy for like five days. And I, I would wake up and go for a swim in the lake and then I'd go hike and then I'd journal. And I had loads of time just to kind of think about what I wanted to do and yeah. enjoy it for myself. And that was um like and I was really enjoying it. And like that was probably one of the favorite my favourite parts of Portugal, which is wild because me saying five days by myself before would have been torture. Like, I no, honestly, lied. when you told me earlier, yeah, I was shook. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I would genuinely like you know I I am that doesn't drive so no. I know I like regularly drive and like, yeah yeah like from to and from the studio if we were like teaching on the same days or you know if we like socially seeing each other and I would have to tell you. And this is coming from me, mm-hmm. like always a busy person. <laughs> yeah. like, I am so busy, but like I'm, I think mine is like busy as in like work and trying to do the most that way. But I think your one was a bit more like work, but then chaos on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Definitely. it? Yeah, and yeah. I had to tell you to like chill, rein it in with the chaos. Like mm-hmm. for example, like I'm gonna just call you out now. Call me out, do it. <laughs> Like, she'd be, I remember once she told me, yeah, I'm going to go to um, a company class. Then I was thinking of doing three gym workouts in a row mm. and then going to teach. Yeah, and um, then like maybe a rave afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what? And, oh, no, no, no. Why don't you do just one gym workout, mm-hmm. go to company class, mm-hmm. teach and go to bed yeah or even go home tired your room mm-hmm. yeah 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 oh yeah <laughs> you know it was like you didn't even know like you no. go to waves and like 
you you would go sober as well, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Like, be crazy. Sober. Like, you would go sober, like just because, as you can tell through this podcast, Amber is a bit mad. Yeah. She don't she I don't need no that. alcohol or other substance no, no. to like make her lit because she's yeah. lit anyway. Yeah. And like you would then the next day going to work anyway you were going to work on your like seven jobs like you were saying like and you would just push through mm-hmm. and i'm like how the fuck i didn't know how you did it no. and i'm and i think it was the fear mm-hmm. the chaos was there to like cloud mm-hmm. your fear feeling yeah absolutely and like i was talking to you about this earlier but i've got really really bad health anxiety yeah so anytime like when i'm by myself i spiral into really health anxious thoughts and mm-hmm. then because i'm thinking about my health and and like thinking about what all these things that could be potentially wrong with me yeah i i, I go i start feeling those things physically and then the next thing you know like i have to book a doctor's appointment or i'm like trying to schedule an mri and i'm spending money on different health things that i don't need to but because i'm so so that's why I would keep myself busy because if I was keeping myself busy I wasn't thinking but actually I was just running away from those health anxious yes I wasn't actually overcoming them in any sort of way so to go away and actually spend five days by myself and maybe like I mean throughout my trip I did have quite a few like health anxiety scares but the whole three months I was there you know nothing bad happened to me I was away from my doctors the whole time I couldn't access you know the NHS and I was fine like, I yeah. had horse lights once, and on the first day, I did bang my head, so I had to go to the doctors. <laughs> but, like, other than that, it was absolutely fine. Um, apart from one incident where I was up a mountain, and I was high altitude, and then I was thinking, oh, God, what am I, I going to get altitude sickness? And see, this is the thing, like, it's very irrational, the thoughts that I would have. Sometimes yeah. rational, but often very irrational. But... I psych myself up in my head to kind of just think about these things so much that they become very real and then again I start feeling things in my body so I started having like chest pain and then I was freaking out about this chest pain yeah. but also like not wanting to in like not wanting to spoil the time I was having so I wasn't voicing anything I was just feeling it yeah and getting gradually more and more anxious and thought I was gonna have a pan- I thought I was gonna have a panic attack basically and then then I like distracted myself 20 minutes and the chest pain went away and then I was like oh this chest pain that I've been associating I've been thinking is like potential I don't know bad things for months I've had heart scans on it I've gone to the doctors about it because it's something that I would feel very often when I was in Cardiff has just gone as soon as I stopped feeling anxious and I was able that was like a pinnacle moment for me because I was able to differentiate my anxiety and the pain and see it as like oh this is, or not differentiate it, but connect it rather. Yes. Because before I was very much like, oh my God, I'm like, something's really like wrong with me. I'm, I'm gonna like, I mean, trigger warning for anyone who has health anxiety, but you know, I, this is gonna kill me. Or like, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna have a heart attack, something like that. And I'd like keep spiraling to the point where I literally thought like I was gonna die multiple times when I was in wow. Yeah, like it was every night. I went to like my boyfriend at the time's house and I would prepare myself for like my ultimate like health anxiety, like death. Like it was Crazy yeah, even though I like, like to think now. Yeah. And I'm so healthy, you yeah. know. Like I mean other than other than like all the ice creams, I'm generally really, really <laughs> healthy. And um, so to be going through that every day and like being in work having panic attacks, and I'd be teaching sometimes and then I'd be feeling it, but obviously you've just gotta 
ride through it. Oh, but yeah. I, do you know what? Yeah. I suffer with that. My yeah. anxiety as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I, oh my god, like I had a yesterday teacher, mm-hmm. and I have to like take deep breaths, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be okay. Yeah. And it's so okay and like valid that you get that in the situation yes and it's so hard when you've got a whole room of people relying on you and looking at Mm -hmm. you and you're feeling a certain way and you're maybe not feeling your best or like i've probably i've been teaching before and i've probably had like a panic attack mid teaching but like masked it to the point where like it's not even visible because yeah like you're like i can't just freak out in the middle of the class do you know what i mean yeah but yeah so i was able to like connect it and be like oh this is that so that was like a breakthrough for me because now i'm like realizing that these sensations and things i'm feeling are just the result of my anxiety so if i can manage the anxiety that's gonna like manage the pain and things i'm feeling i'm so honestly so proud of you that's good because like that is something i've always spoken to you about yeah and to hear that you've been able to like and package that yeah yourself yeah and I think if you didn't go travelling, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have happened. No, exactly. And I was terrified of going travelling because I knew that I was going to be away from my comfort zone and I wasn't going to be able to just go to the doctors and this, that and the other. But yeah, if anybody suffers with health anxiety or think they have health anxiety, like feel free to reach out to me. I've done the therapy, I've done the like soul searching and I've got loads of tips and tricks. Like number one thing, just don't Google anything because if you Google don't anything, Google. you're gonna just immediately think- You're gonna die. Yeah, yeah, you, you're literally just gonna pick up the symptoms and then you're gonna start feeling those symptoms because oh, really? you're focusing on it. It's like, if I was to say- Placebo, yeah, kind of, but it's all it's kind of like a placebo, but you're actually feeling it. Well, I suppose, yeah, that is like a placebo, isn't it? Yeah, but um, it's like if I was to say, Oh, like focus on your right elbow so much now, and you sat there and started thinking about your elbow, it'd start feeling weird. So it's like one of those things, so yeah. I definitely recommend. So I mean, this is a whole tangent, but definitely recommend. So, no, it's an important tangent, I think, yes. I I think when you see like obviously like me and Amber we were friends like before I mean and Amber we've known each other years and years and then to see you come back mm-hmm. and everything that I felt like you needed to go away for you've come back and you've had yeah, yeah. and it is that thing of like oh, I'm so relieved mm-hmm. that you went away and you did go out of your comfort zone yeah and you you've grown yeah not like that. You, you were grown anyway, like you were very self-aware, but I think it's like to another level and you won't discover those things no. if you stay in your comfort. Yeah, exactly. And I think the whole point of me going away was to kind of push myself out of yeah. out of my comfort zone. And I was I was terrified to do it, but like now that I've gone away, like I've climbed a volcano, I've climbed like the second highest peak in Spain. Like even though I've been worried about like, oh, what about the altitude? Oh, what if I slip? And I did actually slip on the mountain. Oh, did you? You've seen the bruise. Yeah. Yeah, big bruise. It's but fucking it massive. Yeah, it was absolutely big. But but we moved. Like that was just part of the risk. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? And like I've done these things that are terrifying to me. I I also I wanted to do the whole trip not flying because I'm trying to be an environmentalist queen. But I did have to get a flight on the way back. But as you might not know, or you might guess, I'm terrified of flying. So yeah. me getting on a flight for the first time by myself solo was like a big breakthrough and I was fine. Like I was like, oh my God, this is not what I thought it would be. But no. you know, I'd have all these terrible dreams about like plane crashes, this, that, and the other. And 
all these things that I catastrophize in my head, I realize actually aren't, aren't a thing. And ultimately, people are mostly good and I don't have to worry about things and you know I'm scared to stay in a hostel in a shared, shared dorm but I not once had an issue for the whole three months whilst doing that so there's just been so many things even like going on the log flume like I, I came <laughs> roller coasters I'm terrified of them and I went on a log flume and I fucking left it I'm surprised that <laughs> you haven't gone on one sooner because it sounds like Right, and this is what I mean. I think all these things. I'm a very adventurous person, and I used to be like, I'd be like roller coasters, this, that, and and I'd want to do everything, and I would never have like an ounce of fear. But as you grow older, you know, it's kind of like ignorance is bliss. The more knowledgeable you are about certain things, because of like the globalization of specific news and just watching news every day, you can get so downtrodden and um, take on the weight of the world that I just, my anxiety stops me from doing things. So yeah, if you want to book into that heels class, you book into that heels class. Hey! Climb that mountain. Climb that mountain. mountain. If you want to eat that bit ice cream, you eat that bit Hey! (laughs) I love it. Yeah, so it's definitely been a, a like, learning curve i mean it felt it feels like cliche to say but it has absolutely pushed me out of my comfort zone in ways that i wouldn't believe and just taught me that my anxiety is not gonna let i'm not gonna let it get the better of me and if i can do all these things that terrified me or that not necessarily terrified me but terrified my anxiety then i can do anything you're unstoppable yeah that's what yes. it's like. like yes i love that mm-hmm. well i think let's Wrap up, yeah. Honestly, thank you so much. I know there's so much more we could have spoken oh, about. Yeah, I, you could have me on here for days. No, I can't. <laughs> but I don't think anyone would want that. <laughs> <laughs> if you do want that, just let us yeah, know. Yeah, just let us know. And hopefully when Amber's back. So, yeah, do you want to just quickly say what you're going to be up to now for the next like couple yes. of Yes, so basically I'm back in Cardiff for a very fleeting visit because I'm off to North Wales tomorrow to do a dance job for the next two months. So I don't actually know a lot about the project um, oh. and what I can disclose about the project. Oh. But I know that there's five of us doing it. It's a film project to be released in 2024 and it's five dances and you follow each of the dancers journeys in this film it's with both deaf and hearing dancers as well so oh, nice. i'm gonna try and do my best to keep learning bsl and alongside my spanish for when heels apartment comes to spain oh uh, yeah no, right, right. <laughs> I'm just saying we have no plans <laughs> to go to spain because i know what you're all like <laughs> I'm gonna call up Nasty straight away and I say, Nasty's always like, so are you doing this? And I'm like, right, Nasty, <laughs> shut up, because people are starting to think that we're gonna be doing it. You're jumping on this yeah, bandwagon. Jumping on the bandwagon. But no, we are not going to Spain, everyone. Listen, yeah. please, listen to that. <laughs> but it was great in another language and yeah. you expanded, isn't exactly. it? Exactly, yeah. So I'm gonna be doing that for the next two months and it's all contemporary, dancing six days a week, but I'll be back midway through just for like a short little weekend but then i'm officially back in july yay for my birthday it's my birthday it's my birthday she's gonna spend her money oh yes you know what i actually think i can 
dancing. And my Do you? Sister, yeah, I get on every karaoke machine. All the hostels, I'm always on the karaoke machine. What's your favourite karaoke song? Oh, any, anything Michael Jackson, to be honest. Really? Yeah, and I did do an Adele one once. Oh. And I got a bit emotional. <laughs> <laughs> At yourself? Yeah, yeah. It's bad. That's yeah. hilarious. I think it's because I, I knew I was bad. And, and oh. then like, I was in too deep. Oh, also, I gave somebody a lap dance for birthday sex. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even spoke to him. That was pretty wild. That's hilarious. Yeah. But I just, I, I didn't um, really do a lot, you know. Obviously, just for jokes, yeah. Yeah, it, it was just more like splits and work. We're here for it. Yeah. Oh, well, well, thank you for spreading the joy today, Amber. Thanks for having me on. No worries, my love. Lots of love. Love you. Hope you enjoyed this one, everyone.